Hey everyone, and welcome to Captain Hunter's podcast, the podcast that is dedicated towards bridging the divide between the police and the communities that they serve. Thank you so much for taking this ride with, with me, for coming along. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Today we have a great episode for you. Today we're going to be doing something, um, part of my business uh, is uh, consulting uh, and uh, things like that. So uh, today we're going to have someone whom I'm teamed up with, Miss Teresha Sutton. Um, she has started an organization or a company called Pretty in Packing. She wants women to be safe when they go out on the town or go out looking cute. Uh, so that when you've got your hair done, your nails done, everything like that, and you've got you know this uh, prettiness about you, for lack of a better term, if you're looking, you know, looking fly and all that. Uh, so you want you to be safe, and so that's what we're going to be discussing today is an upcoming seminar that she and I are going to be putting on. Uh, so uh, I'm going to be uh, giving out a presentation about how women can stay safe and should stay safe when they're in di different environments and different situations. So uh, we're going to talk about that. First of all, we're going to talk about the need for this type of training. And then, of course, we're going to talk about the training. So even if you don't get a chance to listen to the seminar, you can listen to this to this episode and you can kind of develop strategies or, or think about, you know, how best to stay safe how your loved ones should stay safe, whether you're uh, male or female, uh, kids returning to college, going out for a night on the town, going on vacation. These are all things to think about, right? Um, unfortunately, we don't live in a perfect world. And so people have to think about these types of, of, of things, you know, how to stay safe when you're on vacation or returning back to college and you're, you're on your dorms or when you're leaving work and it's getting laid out uh, during the winter months and it's dark out earlier, going to the store, going to the mall, with your kids and everything like that. People have to think about that type of thing. So that's what we got in store for you today. Please make sure that you rate, subscribe, and share these episodes. And um, you can support the podcast through PayPal, Cash App, and Venmo. And so I really, really appreciate it. Also, let me put out the, the information. The Pretty in Packing Seminar, you can go to Pretty Packing Teresha. That's P-R-T-T-Y-P-A-C-K-I-N-T-E-R-E-S-H-A. That's prettypackingteresha at gmail.com. So that's where you can go for the information to register. Uh, the seminar is a two-day seminar. It's only $25. It will occur on September 18th. That's a Friday night at 8 p.m. And then we're going to finish up that next day on Saturday, September 19th at 10 a.m. Should be an hour and a half sessions for each session. Uh, it will not be recorded, uh, so therefore you have to kind of, you know, pay to, to register and to join in. Uh, you will not be able to purchase this at another time. Um, so if I do encourage anyone who's uh, dealing with these types of situations and, 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 uh, or thinking about going out and uh, uh, not sure about, you know, how to stay safe, please sign up for the seminar. Go over to that particular information again. Uh, it will be in the show notes uh, concerning uh, how to get get on uh, the, the website and everything like that. Uh, so, Or you can go over to hunterpolicetraining.com, hunterpolicetraining.com. Uh, there you can be directed to uh, where to go for the information. So P-R-T-T-Y-P-A-C-K-I-N-T-E-R-E-S-H-A at gmail.com or hunterpolicetraining.com. So any of those will get you there. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, here is the interview with Ms. Teresa Sutton.
So I want to welcome and thank my special guest for today, Ms. Teresa Sutton, for coming on Captain Hunter's podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So uh, you and I are hooking up, and uh, we're going to uh, put on something we're going to, that you have affectionately called Pretty in Packing. And it's going to be a, a combination of Pretty in Packing and uh, LMH Police Training and Consulting Services. Um, so um, you, are the, you are the owner of that particular company. And so uh, we, I want to have you on the show so we can talk about what we're going to be doing uh, in, in the focus of our training sessions that we're going to be uh, doing. Um, so before we get into that, why don't you just tell the audience just a little bit about yourself. Okay. So hello, everyone. My name is Teresha Sutton. I reside in Harford County, Maryland, which is about 18 miles from Baltimore, Maryland. I am um, a entrepreneur in this COVID season. I've, I've been home for the last 18 years as a family daycare provider. And I have, um, I wear a lot of hats and I have many passions. Um, one of my, I'm a cancer survivor, so I'm blessed to still be in the land of the living. And um, again, I wear many hats and one of my newest hats is my, the birth of Pretty and Packing. Pretty and Packing is actually, um, it was birthed early in 2020. And Pretty and Packing is my um, street smart and street strategy for women. A lot of times we get dressed up in our heels and our nails and our weaves and our pretty clothes. And we are just, you know, going on the town. We're excited and we, are popping we are pretty but we're not always packing and packing doesn't necessarily mean that we have a gun or a knife um, you know or a mace but in this new and this world a gun a knife or a mace really is almost necessary now but it's not just um, those physical weapons um, what are we packing um, do we have the street smarts to um, know how to appropriately defend ourselves as trouble is lurking unaware? So my vision for Pretty and Packing is um, I, I partnered with LMH Captain Hunter, who so gratefully, um, you know, is um, going to be just giving us so much information and strategies and just ways to protect ourselves on the street as women. So we can be pretty, but we all could be, could be, we're also going to be packing. And it doesn't matter what's in our purse, or does it? Hmm. Mm, so that's, that's a good question. Go to class. Come <laughs> to the class so you will know. Because you know what? Hey, we're so, pretty, but we're packing as well. So, so what birthed this? I mean, what, what made you decide to, to, to do this? Was there a situation that you were aware of? Did something happen to you or to a loved one that would uh, cause this? Well, you know what? Um, I've always wanted to be a, a police officer. Oh, but really? I wanted to, okay. Yeah. However, I just wanted to be that pretty cop. <laughs> so all I wanted to do was pull you over and give you a ticket. I didn't want to do the nasty hard work. I didn't want to, you know, do the homicide, the blood, you know, crime <laughs> No, I just wanted to be cute. Pull you over, write your ticket, and go back to my desk. 
So, and I was so inspired by, um, actually, back in the day, my favorite show was Cop. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? <laughs> I was so intrigued by that. However, I did take a couple of um, criminal justice classes, and that's as, as far as I went. But I am blessed to um, be the proud mother of a federal officer. So, um, now that my son is an officer, I really am excited about, you know, at least my, a part of my dream is being lived out and, and fulfilled, you know, through my son. So I've always had that desire. And, but like I said, in this world, women are not necessarily aware of, of our surroundings. And it was a baby that was birthed that was kind of turning on the inside about a year ago. And I kind of just let it, you know, just put it on the shelf. But now, you know, with the police brutality that's going on in the world and just so much racism and just rioting and chaos, I just kind of pick it up again and say, hey, you know what? It's time to get this baby moving and get these um, strategies and techniques out you know, to us women so we could be equipped in the event um, a situation occurs. Uh, very good. So you actually reminded me with that story about the, the one who wanted to be someone who's uh, kind of pretty, just pulling people over and stuff. I can remember one night we had a, it was freezing cold out. I mean, it was like, I think it was actually two degrees uh, outside. And I remember that because I had to, after this incident I'm about to tell you about, I had to write, <laughs> I had to write up, you know, an incident report in which I was commending the officers. And so what happened was we had a, we had a, a, a person who would, what we called a barricaded suspect. So this barricaded suspect was inside of his home. He didn't want to come out, but he was holding his girlfriend hostage at the same time. And so I was a, uh, a sergeant at the time, a first line supervisor on the scene. So I had to make sure that the other officers were outside the home, standing outside. So he didn't like run out the back door, or jump out of a window or anything. We had to have the house around it so we could watch it. And so after this night, like the next day, one of the officers who I had assigned outside ended up resigning because he realized this was not the job for him. He didn't want to do that. He didn't want to do that kind of thing. So I thought that was kind of, I thought that was kind of ridiculous of, of him, but, but Hey, listen, at least he figured it out pretty quick about what law enforcement is really is all about. I mean, we want to do sometimes the, the good things, the pretty thing. We want to have the, have the badge or the authority or, or you know, wear the uniform. But sometimes, the appearance, yep. Yeah. Yeah. But you got to put in that work too. So, Absolutely. so, when it came Absolutely. time, to, when it came time, when when the when as the saying goes, when the beef cooks, when he figured out he didn't like, you know, he didn't like how the sausage was made and all that kind of stuff. So, so it's time for him to leave. So, hey, it wow, is what it is. yeah, it is what it is. You know, at least he identified it though. So, yeah, hey. yeah, it was better sooner than later, you know. And he was actually, he was yeah. actually still on what I think he was still on what we call FTO, uh, field training. Okay. So he had just graduated okay. from the from the police academy. And was still very much in the in the early stages of his career, so so it was good okay. that he identified, you know, all that it was, uh, yeah, at, at that time. Um, yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty funny. We all had a good laugh about that. Um, wow. Yeah. So so uh, how has been the reception? We we put out uh, some flyers uh, advertising what we're going to be doing. Uh, so how has been the reception? Have you had a lot of interest in this? Yeah, actually, um, the, the people are getting excited. Um, they really want to know. Um, I talked to a lot of my friends and they really, they have various questions. Um, situational awareness, um, and particularly now, again, like I said before, with um, 
police brutality. They really want to know how do we interact when and if we're pulled over by an officer. You know, what are our rights and, you know, the things that, you know, we should do and the things that we, we should not do. Or just being out in public, um, you know, by ourselves or with our children or just being on a date, you know, but just being aware of our surroundings. The reception is it's, it's coming it's coming together. People are interested. Um, they I think it's really creative, and I really love the Zoom land we're in because you could be in your living room or your bathroom or your basement, you know, around the world and, and get the strategies downloaded, you know, to you. So it's just something that again um, I wanted to just you know put forth for the women and you know the young and the old as well with the young ladies going back to college, you know how to, you know, protect themselves on the college campus. And, you know, just, again, just a, a pleasure of women just coming together, knowing what to do in the event of, you know, a, a bad situation. So, yes, the women are excited and, you know, we're getting our questions together and getting our, you know, our techniques and everything so we can be well-equipped when and if that time arises. As you mentioned, I'm going to be teaching the class. I'm actually slowly getting excited about it too. Um, so I've been, you know, making sure that my, you know, put my PowerPoint together and making sure that everything is coming together um, because I want to be able to address many of these issues. Uh, we don't want to give everything away, but what would you say are, are are the most pressing questions that women would have? Have they have they related them to you? You talk about situational awareness. What other pressing questions would they have? Um. One of the most things that I just touched on earlier um, with the police brutality being so in your face, um, we are afraid. I mean, our black men are afraid, but it, it, it has spilled over into our black women. Now, me as a single woman, I don't, at this point, I'm not even sure if I would stop, particularly at night, if an officer you know, it's you know, it's behind me, or you know, it's, or, or it's, it's trying to stop me. I'm I'm not sure because again, I fear I'm African American, as you see, but I fear for my life as well. So we just want to know, okay, do we stop? Do we keep going? You know, do we pull over? And in the event that we do stop, I mean, we, we're so fearful. You know, with me, my glove compartment stays locked. So if I am stopped. You know, I got to tell you, I got to put my car in park. I got to turn my car off to get my key to unlock my glove compartment. So in this new world, not new, but in this, um, this realm of you can't even move wrong now if you're stopped, I question, do I reach for anything now? So we just need to know what do we do? Yeah. Is it safe to stop? You well, know, do we, I mean, we're scared to move. So, yeah, it's a lot that we need to know. Um, do's and don'ts. Very good. So we'll, we'll address all of those. I'm not going to give them away. You got to tune in. You got to come mm -hmm. to the seminar. So. Get the ticket. Get the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so what, I mean, you talked about the fear that many people are feeling. Um, what is your perception about what's going on? We just had more, more stuff going on in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Um, we talked about George Floyd, Ahmed Arbery, who weren't even police officers, right? Uh, uh, Breonna Taylor, uh, as you mentioned, a single black woman. Um, uh, we had Sandra Bland a number of years ago. Tell me what your thoughts are uh, concerning all of it. Captain Hunter, I 
have developed a um, a spirit of bitterness, mm-hmm. rage. You know, I'm I'm angry, and my attitude now is, you know, because you can feel it even when you go out to the grocery store or just around the corner. It's just like this whole perception of, I mean. In some cases, you can actually feel attention, like, you know, oh, you're African-American. You know, what are you doing here? You know, what do you want? Um, yeah, I, I'm just so, I, I'm fed up. I'm fed up, and I, I really ask God, when is enough enough? You know, and, and actually, to be truthful, I went to God, and I'm like, okay, you know, when are you, I ask God this question, when are you going to do something about this? But it's not just, you know, it's, it's not just it's up to him, you know. It's we the people. It's our heart and our mind has to be changed. And, but so to answer your question, it's just, I'm, I'm, I'm bitter. I, I'm numb. I'm angry. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. And I'm, I'm trying not to let that root of, um, of hatred develop because um, it's, it's a strong root. But I have to be honest. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm close, but yeah, it's, um, it's, it's a bad time. It really is. It's a bad time. It's a bad time. What would you suggest police departments do? Obviously my podcast is about building the bridge between the police and the community. What is it that you want to see the police do, uh, to, to relieve you, really relieve you of your bitterness, borderline hatred? Are there any other negative emotions? What is it that you believe the police could do, should do, in order to build a relationship? Well, if you know that it's not in your heart to do right, just quit. Take and resign. Because if you have... The, uh, the perception of, of the anger and, and the bitterness. And if, if you're on a hunt to search us out, you already have a, a wrong motive. So if, if you know, if you know that your heart is not right, then find, find another job. Because, you know, as the, 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 the cop scene was, bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do, you know, when they come for you? But guess what? We're coming for you. We're coming for you. So resign, and I, and I don't even feel like, um, and I know police departments across the world have escalated their trainings with their office, officers and their techniques, but again, you can stand in front of a classroom a PowerPoint presentation all day long. But if your heart is not right, if your heart is not to do right, you're not going to do right. So resign, leave, you know? So, um, and again, office, I mean, agencies around the world are trying to better equip their people. But again, if you're not, if you don't want the, if you don't want the change, change begins with you. Each officer, you know your heart. Only you know your heart and God knows your heart. Your captain, your, your lieutenant, all of them, they can train, they can teach and empower you all day long. But until you want to change, until you want to do better, until you love people in general, 
if you don't love people, you're in the wrong field. You mentioned uh, that you're, we're coming for you. What did you mean by that? Okay, so um, we're no longer as a black race are going to just allow you to, to continue what you're doing, you know, preying on our, you know, our black generation. You know, we demand change. The rioting, unfortunately, you know, a lot of, a lot of the rot that's taking place across this world now, you know, is, 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 is tearing us apart. So we, could, we are no longer going to let you, you know, hunt down black people, our black youth, our black men, our black children, our black ladies. We're not. We're not going to sit back. We're not going to sit back. We're going to demand change. We're going to demand change. Very good. So you're talking about uh, we're not going to take it in, in the manner. In, you're not calling for violence against police officers. Oh, I, oh, absolutely not. Oh, absolutely not. Okay. No, no. Right. You know, I just want, you know, to, people, you want to make sure yeah, we're clear okay. about that. Absolutely right. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. You, you know, peace for change, but, you know, the change, you know, it, it has to, I mean, when is it, enough is enough. Right. Enough is enough. Okay. You know, and my thing is racism will be here until God calls us home. We all have the same daddy, the same God that made the white man, he made the black man. We got the same... All of our blood is red. We got the same father. Why can't we all just get along? <laughs> yeah, that was that was uttered in 1992, and we're still not getting along in some circles, right? I, I would say that we're doing better, but I certainly understand yeah, and see well, your point. And see, I see yeah, your point. Yeah, long way to go. Yeah, but yeah, so you know, just. So I asked <laughs> you. I asked you what um, what the police can do. What can the community do? to build a relationship with the police? What, what is it that you would advise for the community? What can they do? We have to trust. And right, th and right now, the trust is not there. The trust is not there. Um, it's so hard. I mean, it's, it's, it's right now, it's just hard for us to even, um, because again, we're walking around on the edge. We're about to explode, you know, wondering, are we the next, the, the next victim? Is it my child? You know, is it my daughter? Is it me? So we have, as a community, we got to come together so we can build that trust amongst each other. But I think right now, the community, um, we got to build trust and believe again. And we know every officer is not a bad officer. We're not saying that at all. You know, most of them actually are good, you know, good officers, you know, loving and kind and, you know, fair. Um, but the community, we have got to build up that trust by, you know, engaging in with each other, you know. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, at, at this point, and I think, I, I think we have, I don't want to say tried everything, but I, I, just, I just believe that, we get so far, and then we get knocked back down. So um, I don't know. What I goes just, through your mind when you did? What goes through your mind when you watched the the killing of uh, Ahmed Arbery? Well, first of all, I don't even know if you watched him. Did you watch Ahmed Arbery? Did you watch George Floyd? Did you watch yeah. uh, what's the newest one? Jacobs? Did you did you watch any of those? Yes. Yeah. What What goes through your mind when you when you see that? 
disbelief, um, pure evil, you know, pure when, hatred. When you're when you're with your girlfriends, uh, what do they what do they saying? What's the conversation like around those particular incidents? And what's the conversation like around um, uh, just law enforcement, just in general? What, what's the conversations like? We're scared. We're actually, you know, scared. And again, um, we don't know. I mean, our, our level of respect for the, off, for the officers have, you know, is, is low. Uh, we're actually scared. And many of us have children. And, you know, we are bitter, we're angry, but uh, most of it is like this disbelief and watching total disregard of human life. Yeah. You know, that's somebody's child, that's somebody's father, that's somebody's mother, you know, that's, I mean, but, you know, to just like, you know. Yeah, no, I, I certainly understand. I certainly understand. So we're preparing for this one. I'm bringing it back to pretty and packing. What is it that at the end of the class in the sem seminar, what is it that you want the, the, uh, the ladies to know? What is it that you want them to come up with? Um, I want us to be equipped because if we keep living and we hope that we do, as long as God, you know, wants us to, we are going to encounter a bad situation, whether it's with police, police officers or men or, or, you know, even a woman, just to have the knowledge and, you know, the information of knowing how to deal with the situation, you know, not to be fearful, you know, know our rights, you know, be aware, be aware of our surroundings and what's going on around us. Do, do many women, have a level of fear when they leave the house concerning uh, not just the police right running into the police because i mean i would assume that this is not just geared towards black women you want hispanic and white women to be Absolutely. in this right so they do they have a level of fear when they leave the house whether it's running into some somebody at the gas station some being, I don't know, being kidnapped or watching too much TV or, or whatever. Is there a level of fear? And I, I really don't know this. I don't know if there's a level of fear that is that is existent in the within the minds of women when they just leave the house. Is that would, it, it, would you say that that's true and accurate for most women? Oh yes, yes, um, definitely true, definitely accurate. Um, even as simple as being out walking and exercising. Um, you know, most women are out early in the morning as myself, walking and jogging and, you know, we're actually, with, I know with me, um, I'm uncomfortable even with having my headphones on in the mornings because I'm, I'm so afraid somebody's going to, you know, come up on me from behind and I'm not going to know it. But women are just scared, um, you know, now the, the um, seasons get ready to change. So it's getting darker, you know, earlier, it's, it's, it's beginning to, you know, to stay darker early in the morning, but women are afraid to, we're constantly looking over our shoulders. Um, but for, I know for me, every single noise I hear, you know, I'm just like, I'm, you know, I got my guard up. So, so yes, I, I just think, you know, women don't, we don't feel comfortable anymore. We don't feel comfortable. And um, so some of us, unfortunately, 
may not can always leave the house, you know, with, with a partner or, you know, a spouse or a girlfriend or somebody. I mean, most of us are alone. And in the grocery, you know, in the grocery store, you know, loading our car and, you know, stuff like that, we're alone, but constantly looking over our shoulders and making sure, you know, no one's out, you know, watching us or, you know, in the parking lot or, yeah. So definitely, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a strange, uncomfortable day. It's you, very, you, very uncomfortable. Absolutely. You, you are working from home. You have your own business in your own home. Do you, any of your girlfriends talk about the times when they leave work or they talk about, do, do they talk amongst themselves uh, when they're at the water cooler or in the break room and about, about this kind of fear that goes on? Are you aware of any of those type of conversations? We more so hear these conversations or have these conversations again as, as the seasons change. So when it starts like 5.30, so our conversations are, I get off at four, I got to go straight to the store because when it get dark, I'm scared to go outside. So um, just being outside at nighttime and many of us have children, we, you know, some of us have small children, you know, that can't stay home by themselves. You know, so and many of us work um, long hours or go to school in the evening or have two jobs, you know, and we just have to be out at night. Some people actually work at night. So not even, you know, feeling comfortable walking to your car alone, having to get somebody, you know, to stand, you know, or walk into your vehicle. Um, so, yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's um, just being out, you know, just being out and not feeling comfortable. Well, it's certainly my hope and my desire to help to alleviate some of that discomfort, some of that fear. I, I'm not going to be able to do it all, um, but I want to give you guys the tools and equipment that you would have the mental capacity to stay safe, be safe, be, be aware of, of situations. And I think that that, that that level of discomfort and fear is legitimate. You know, I mean, there's things that are happening um, across the country. Um, unfortunately, the news media... <laughs> you know, pushes a lot of narratives into our brains and we can't get them out and we don't want to be the next um, uh, victim. So I certainly can and do understand that. Um, so I'm hoping in, in, uh, in, that I can lend some, some uh, reliable information that will uh, cause many people to rethink about what they're doing and how they're doing it and where they're doing it and time that they're doing it and all, all that type of stuff. So I'm looking forward to it. Can you just push it to us and tell us about how we contact you, when it is, and what time, and all that kind of stuff? Absolutely. So um, we are so excited, Catching the Hunter, that you've agreed to partner with us. Um, so this is our, our first um, our seminar, which will be held virtually from your living room or your bedroom or your basement or even outside on your deck. Um, Friday, September the 18th, and Saturday, September the 19th. Um, Saturday, fr Friday night starts at eight o'clock. Captain Hunter and I and the, and the team will be on and we'll be excited to just um, learn and grow and just partake of strategies that can and will help us. That begins at eight o'clock on September the 8th. Then on early Saturday morning at 10 o'clock, we will um, bring it all together with a uh, presentation from Captain Hunter as well as Q&A. So to register, you can register at Pretty Packing Teresha, P-R-E-T-T-Y, 
P A C K I N T E R E S H A at gmail.com. Again, pretty packing Teresha at gmail.com for registration. You may leave your name, your email, and your phone number in my email, and you may cash out your payment of only $25. Both sessions, Friday night and Saturday morning, is at a low cost of $25. And the cash app is Teresha Sutton, T-E-R-E-S-H-A-S-U-T-T-O-N. That is the cash app if you, you, know, you want to make your payment and register, spread the word, invite your girlfriend. It's just not just for, you know, us older women. It's for your teenagers, you know, your young girls. As we go, we transition back to school, you know, they're smart. These young people are smart now. And some of these strategies, they help save their lives as well. This information. So September 18th and the 19th, pretty packing Teresha at gmail.com. Cash App, Teresha Sutton. And we look forward to just growing together. And hopefully we won't have to use any of these techniques or strategies, but we'll be packing. We'll be ready. Thank Very you for good. your time. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's September 18th, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, in case anybody's listening in California, yes. Eastern yes. Standard Time, uh, 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. And it's... The $25 will get you both sessions, right? It's a two-day seminar, and Saturday is 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, so we're going to do, uh, I believe it's going to be an hour of presentation, and then a half an hour of Q&A both days. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So I just wanted to make sure I was right about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so That's it's right. an hour, hour presentation, then we're going to do a Q&A of uh, a half an hour. And then uh, that's on uh, it's on Friday. Then Saturday, same thing. Another, and then Saturday we may go a little bit longer with the Q and A and and everything like that. So as you mentioned, uh, this is the first time, so we're looking to tweak it. Make, maybe we'll make it longer. Maybe we'll make it shorter. Uh, we want to have it. Uh, maybe we'll do it again. Something we'll do monthly. So we'll see how the response is, and uh, we're going to prepare people. It will not be recorded. I want to stress that some people you cannot buy this. Uh, right now, anyway, maybe we'll, maybe we'll record it in the future, right, but, right. But, but we will not be recording this um, because we want people to continue to come and we're going to continue to add information. So uh, I don't want, I don't want there to be recording out there. And then, you know, then we do another session and I got five more points to talk about. So that's one yeah. of the reasons we're not going to record it because I want to continue to add upon it, build upon it and make sure that I answer these, uh, answer the ladies questions and everything like that. So I want to thank you for coming on. Um, and, uh, and I'm really, really excited about it. Um, and, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you so much for coming on. I hope that this, this message gets out there and many other people will listen, they like it and, and, uh, and everything like that. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing. It's going to be awesome. Got to be some strategies that save, save our lives. Let's get the packing ladies. Let's get the packing. <laughs> Let's get to it. Okay. Thanks so much, Teresa. I really, really Thank appreciate you. it. Okay. Thank we'll you talk to you again. Okay. All right. Thank you.